Hi, everybody. I'm John from Winmore Games, and this is the 10 in 20 Comics Previews Podcast. Each week on the show, I talk about 10 comics that are coming out this week, and I do it in under 20 minutes. I don't spend a lot of time nerding out on continuity or hyper-analyzing retcons. It's just a quick take on a small sampling of the comics coming out this week. I'm recording this on Tuesday, July 14th, which is a day later than usual. I just couldn't face Monday the 13th. Uh, today I'll be talking about 10 single-issue comics that are coming out on New Comic Book Day, which is every Wednesday, with the exception now of DC Books. Uh, DC Books actually came out today, so hopefully your shop picked up enough copies of the books that you're interested in so you can still get them, and if not, you probably should ask your shop about their subscription service. Before I dive into this week's list, I want to really quickly recap some of the books that came out last week. Um, as I mentioned... The last time I recorded a show, I was on vacation last week, so I wasn't able to record an episode. But if you want to read up on these books a little bit more, you can check out the blog over at comicspreviews.blogspot.com. Um, that is largely the same content as what I record on these weekly podcasts is on that blog for just for anybody who re prefers to get the information in that format. But for last week, I did post a blog despite not recording a podcast. Uh, for now, just a few notes on a few of these books, not all 10 of the ones that were on my list last week. And uh, just in case, you know, you want to check any of these out and maybe see if your shop still has them in stock. First, it was Batman week last week. Um, I don't know if that's an official thing, but there were lots of new Batman books out last week, including my pick of the week, which was DC Comics Batman Adventures number two, uh, DC Classics Batman Adventures number two, which only went for $2.99. Um, and a lot of other Batman books were out last week as well. The ones that were on my can't miss list for last week, um, books that I picked up, were Usagi Yojimbo Color Classics number four, um, Ginseng Roots number five, and Something is Killing the Children number eight. These three books uh, were the ones that I was most looking forward to, and I, I did make some purchases there. I've, I've read all three of those books now. The other one that I'll call out from last week, for anyone who has any kind of nostalgia for Chris Claremont-era X-Men, which, you know, who doesn't, Marvel put out this two-part extended cut, well, the first part of the two-part extended cut of the X-Men graphic novel God Loves, Man Kills. So the classic God Loves, Man Kills is now you know, extended director's cut, Chris Claremont cut, whatever it is, but it's a two-parter and each part uh, apparently will go for $4.99 and part one was out last week. So it's a great opportunity to read this key piece of X-Men lore and also to see some new panels because this is, as I mentioned, an extended version. Now I know there was a rumor or mistake or perhaps that we would see Vampirella and Red Sonia meet Betty and Veronica number 11, but sadly it didn't happen last week. But we're not here to talk about last week, so without further ado, here are 10 books coming out this week on Wednesday, July 15th, except for the DC books once again that are already out. <clears throat> First up on my list, My Little Pony Friendship is Magic Free Comic Book Day issue by Jeremy Whitley and Trish Forstner. And, you know, I, I like to mention kids' comics eventually, uh, occasionally on my podcast because well, because I have kids for one thing, but also they're so important to the overall market. Um, you can go ahead and look at the book scan numbers. You know, Brian Hibbs in his Tilting at Windmills column over at 
um, the comicsbeat.com, comicsbeat.com, the beat. Uh, he, he analyzes these numbers, and kids' comics really have taken over the comics market in the book trade. And I just saw, you know, this was last year, the numbers that he, that he was talking about. And I just saw that um, more comics, if you, you know, of course, if you include graphic novels, trade paperbacks, more comics were sold in, in not, not bookstores, technically speaking, but book channels than were sold in comic shops last year. I believe that's the first time ever. So a big, big deal. But anyway, um, kids' comics are a big deal in case you didn't know. Less of a big deal in comic shops, but a big deal overall. And uh, so this one, you know, the free comic book day typically happens in May. And obviously it didn't happen this year. So now we have a free comic book summer. And this one is out this week. There's a Power Rangers one and an X-Men one, probably a bigger deal, honestly. But I, I decided to call up My Little Pony Friendship is Magic free comic book day edition. Next up, Strange Adventures number three by Tom King, Mitch Jarrods, and Doc Shaner. This one goes for four ninety nine. And it's very much, I've read the first two issues, it's very much the spiritual successor to King and Jared's Mr. Miracle run. And it has been great so far. It's, you know, kind of an exploration. You know, as, as Tom King does, he's going to explore some really meaty themes. And this one is kind of an exploration of what is true, what is real in the midst of the fog of war. And I think this is just like an important issue to be thinking about and talking about and interpreting in comics form right now. So um, highly recommend this one. The art is beautiful as well. I wasn't sure if they could pull off this two different artists with very different styles thing. And I, you know, I was listening to another podcast and they said that this is really a chance to expose a wider audience to the work of Doc Shaner. Apparently, you know, I, th I think his art looks great, but apparently it's not been really, you know, huge, has not really exploded. Um, but I mean, I think he will after this because the art, you know, Mitch Jared's of course is great and Doc Shaner's art is great. It's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's beautiful and their, their styles are very different, but they really complement each other. Next on my list, Dark Knight's Death Metal, number two, by Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. This one also goes for four ninety nine, and uh, I'll mention this one together. Uh, next one on my list after this one is Snake Eyes Dead Game, number one, by Rob Liefeld and Chad Bowers, um, also going for four ninety nine. And these two, I think, are equally ridiculous in their own way. Um, Dark Knight's Death Metal by Snyder and Capullo. It's Nice, I think, to get kind of our yearly dose of these two fellas. Last year, it was Batman Last Night on Earth, um, which, you know, was cool. Of course, you know, Joker's head in a jar. You can kind of sort of predict, if you've ever seen Futurama, you can sort of predict what's going to happen to his head in a jar. And, um, you know, cool cool character designs on Wonder Woman and stuff. Anyway, it was a it was pretty cool. I, I don't know that the plot made a whole lot of sense, but, uh, but it looked really great. And that, that was really the case for the first Dark Knight's medal as well. And so you can kind of expect more of the same there. Um, you know, and speaking of these over-the-top characters and designs, Rob Liefeld is back. Um, you know, he's trying to single-handedly bring G.I. Joe back from the brink. So we'll see if he can pull that off. But I, I said, and, uh, you know, the, uh, there was a tweet about this, it's 2020 and hating on Rob Liefeld is out. So mad props to Rob Liefeld is in in 2020. And uh, great interview, by the way, if you haven't heard it over on Cartoonist Kayfabe with Rob Liefeld. If you want to see inside the mind of this guy, um, interesting character. Um, apparently Snake Eyes was the first character he talks about in the interview there, was the first character in popular culture to carry a katana and a firearm. 
So what more do I need to say about that? Uh, I'll move along. Next on my list, Immortal Hulk number 35 by Al Ewing and Mike Hawthorne. And there's not that much more to say about this one either, actually. Um, I was looking at the first Omnibus, was looking at that uh, digital digital version of that, and it has a great intro by Jeff Lemire, and it kind of says it all about this series. So, And it's, it's just a great ongoing series um, by a dedicated creative team, which seems to be kind of rare these days. Um, all right, it's, I'll be honest, I think it's quite rare these days, but um, I haven't one thing I haven't, don't think I've called out in the past is the great Alex Ross covers. So it's got that going forward as well. Lots going for this series. And as I mentioned, I think uh, with issue number 34 that came out, it is Al Ewing apparently is planning to end this series or Marvel's planning to end this series with number 50. So it's a countdown now. I guess we've got about uh, 15 more of these if my math is right. Next up, Empire Number 1, again by Al Ewing, as well as Dan Slott and Valerio Shiti. This one goes for $5.99. You know, so Empire is Marvel's big annual crossover. I'm not really into these big crossover event comics, but I do think it's cool, and I'm calling this one out, because I think it's cool that Marvel is handing the reins to Mr. Ewing and company. So I guess those of you who are reading this one will see what he can do with the big event genre. Next up, Space Riders Vortex of Darkness number two by Carlos Carlos Giffoni and Alexis Zerat. Now, I had to call this out because I haven't seen too much coming out from Black Mask Studios these days. I don't know if they still are really doing any new comics or publishing any new comics, but this one this one's coming out, so maybe they are. Um, or else they had this sitting in a warehouse somewhere or something. But it's nice to see it come out. Um, Alexis Surratt's art is... Well, I you know, maybe that's the theme for this week is over the top, you know, insane, crazy looking art. Um, you know, his his art very colorful. I, I assume he does the colors himself, but very colorful, very cartoony, but also very um I guess I'd say sort of gruesome in, in some ways, um, but certainly fun to look at. And uh, yeah, this one's sure to be a fun ride. Next up, Sacred Six number one by Christopher Priest and Gabriel Ibarra, um, with cover and I think some other contributions by Jay Lee. I think this one's worth calling out just for those names. Um, Christopher Priest, legendary creator who has been working on uh, Vampirella for Dynamite. And this one is apparently a spinoff. Um, you know, not something that I, I don't know a whole lot about this world of, of Vampirella, but this one looks really cool. Um, you know, I also have seen some previews of the art from the main artist Gabriel Ibarra apparently he's kind of a newcomer but it looks really good um Sacred Six it's an all-female team book I mentioned spinning out of Vampirella it takes place in the state of Georgia I guess so I, I don't know apparently it has a bit of a southern gothic vibe with the Georgia vampires so I you know I think it's going to be a hot book so um you may want to check it out just for that next Red Mother number six by Jeremy Hahn and Danny Luckert this is, I describe this one as Boom Studios' other horror book, and I've heard it described as the one where nobody really knows what's going on, and that sounds about right to me. Um, it has been, you know, sufficiently creepy and mysterious enough to be interesting, I think, and uh, I think it'll be worth following along as the main character gets further sucked into whatever conspiracy she's getting sucked into. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll figure this out. Last but not least, here it is, folks. Red Sonia and Vampirella meet 
Betty and Veronica number 11, finally out. And uh, confession time, you probably could tell, but I'm not actually reading this book. So maybe it's time to lay this joke to rest, but it's hard to resist. Red Sonia and Vampirella meet Betty and Veronica. Um, Amy Chu and Maria Sanapo are the creative team, but, you know, hey, uh, if this is your thing, cool. Uh, just seems kind of ridiculous to me, these these characters all together in one comic. But I, I got to check one of these out at some point. Anyway, that's what I got for my list. Um, I always like to call out some of the spendier stuff. Man, I have to call out this one. Huge milestone. Super huge congratulations to Eric Larson on this. Savage Dragon number 250. Uh, this one goes for $9.99, um, and this is quite an accomplishment. I hope everyone goes out and buys this book to just recognize this achievement and to support Eric Larson. Seems like a great guy, and he's been doing Savage Dragon for 250 issues, which is pretty amazing. Also out, I mentioned Black Mass Studios earlier, um, the original graphic novel Loud by Maria Yove, I believe is how you say her name. I believe she's a French artist. This one also goes for $9.99. You know, Black Mask, is, has, Black Mask has been kind of an incubator for some newer talent. Now, I don't know how long Maria Yove has been around, but um, her art looks great. And, you know, I'll, I'll just mention this. This one's certainly not for kids, but it is, you know, her art is, is really um, sublime, I think. It's, um, it's, it's pretty amazing and uh, maybe worth checking out. I, I don't know too much about the plot of this one, except it apparently takes place in a nightclub. So maybe you can check that one out. Also wanted to call out Bill and Ted's excellent comic book archive by Evan Dorkin. And, you know, Evan Dorkin, just a great cartoonist. So it's cool to see his Bill and Ted comics getting a new printing. Um, and, you know, unironically, these are some pretty, this is, it's some pretty good cartooning, you know, Bill and Ted, a little silly, but some good cartooning here. And it goes for $24.99. Uh, that's what I got, really. You know, um, more stuff, of course, as always, coming out next week. More great comics coming out next week. You can get Wind, that Boom series, new Boom series by James Tiny and the Fourth. Number two is coming out next week. It looks like they are putting out a second print of number one as well. So if you're like me and you slept on that one, maybe you can pick up the second print. There's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles annual coming out. And it seems like there's a lot of image number ones coming out, both first prints and second prints. There's a second print of A Man Among Ye number one, Adventure Man number one. Uh, this comic, image comic Bliss number one is coming out. Chew number one, C-H-U, Chew, which is a uh, sort of a continuous continuation or um, sequel. I, I, I can't recall. I'll talk more about it la next week. I can't recall if it's a new ongoing or a miniseries, but it is a continuation of Chew, C-H-E-W, that book. So that's coming out next week. And then a second printing of That Texas Blood number one is coming out. Although, honestly, I got to say, I, I read a little preview of Undone by Blood and if this this is a battle between the two, you know, neo noir western books, um, I don't know. Undone by Blood might be hard to beat. But anyway, I'll talk more about all that next week. Lots of other great books out as well, I'm sure. But that's all I've got for this week. Don't forget to check out the comics shop over at bookshop.org/slash/shop/slash/comics. Uh, this is just something I put together. It's a, it, I call it an experiment. 
And it's a curated list of ready-to-ship graphic novels and trade paperbacks. I do get 5% of the proceeds, so it's a very small percentage, but it is a, it is a way if you want to support the podcast and if you're so inclined and want to pick up some graphic novels or trade paperbacks, you can do that over there. I'm, I'm going to leave it there for now. Once again, I'm John from Winmore Games. Thanks for listening. Read more comics and stay safe and healthy. Have a great one, and I will see you next week. Thank you.